It's time to heed the call of the wild and seek the higher calling. Higher Calling is the voice of mountain and forest wildlife and is hosted by award-winning wildlife journalist and conservationist Chester Moore. Be ready for an increase in altitude and a relentless pursuit of the creatures that dwell there. Welcome to Higher Calling Wildlife. This is Chester Moore, and I have a very fascinating program for you. A few weeks ago, I interviewed Ben Novak with Revive and Restore. They are a genetic company working with genetics to help restore the black-footed ferret and other species. They've recently been involved with the cloning of Elizabeth Ann, a black-footed ferret that's now part of the research at the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service's Black-Footed Ferret Recovery Program. During the course of our discussion, I asked him about the potential of using genetics to eradicate or control feral hog populations. And this discussion is what you're about to hear. Now, on the other side of the thing, we talked about, you know, like, like plague came from Asia. Let's talk about an invasive animal like a feral hog that causes a lot of damage to a lot of animals' habitat. Could it be possible to create some kind of a genetic line of feral hogs introduced into a population, let's say maybe on an island where they're causing a lot of problems, yeah, and they're more susceptible to uh, heart disease or something else natural out there that maybe they have immunity to. Is that has that ever been thought about? Has that been discussed in terms of uh, in the genetic conservation community? It's actually probably the hottest topic right now yeah. in in the in the biotech conservation space. Mm-hmm. It's it's heavily controversial, and there's a lot of sure. debates going on with how to tackle it because there are some potential solutions to these invasive species that mm-hmm. that you know have some big pros and some potential serious cons. Yeah, um, I definitely fall into uh, I fall into a, a particular camp. Um, that that is not really a part of the debates a lot. Happy to share that here. Um, but yeah, like feral hogs, feral goats um, mm-hmm. on islands uh, cause huge amounts of problems for native wildlife. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the and feral rodents too. And the, right now the best means of going out and eliminating those populations is by actually going out rifle in hand. It happens all the time here. I'm trying to kill them by my property because we like to barbecue them here in Texas. So, and it's tough, right? I mean, <laughs> yes. a feral animal can go anywhere a human being cannot. Exactly. You know, people are using choppers on islands to go get these animals. Yeah, the thing is, tough. you leave one pregnant female, it's over. They're, they're going to come back and, in a year, <laughs> and and you have to do it all over again. The alternate is, you know, poison and toxins. Yeah, and it works, but inevitably you're going to lose some collateral damage for sure. Um, you know, some native species that you want around are going to be there mm-hmm. and either method, you know, is, is ultimately not humane. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm a hunter myself. There's, there's no, there's no one in the world that can provide an incredibly swift, uh, uh, kill on a wild animal. We can do it better than any predator mm-hmm. in the world. You know, we're not tearing animals well, up. I've, with, I've taken some hogs claws. out pretty quick, but uh. <laughs> yeah. but but it is impossible to just like humanely yeah. do it the way a veterinarian does mm-hmm. in a clinic, right? And 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 toxins are are the are the far worse option by you know, far. Yeah, there's a lot of controversy over that in Texas right now with the USDA tests and stuff like that. You know. A lot of division on that eye, but I had to ask about the genetic. Just is that is that even a a possibility yeah. in the future? 
So the big pro to these new potential genetic solutions, things like gene drives, um, is that they're humane. Uh, animals don't end up dying horrible deaths, and and the animal spreads the solution for you. You don't, as a human being, need to try and find every nook and cranny these animals get to because the animals are simply spreading the tool by breeding. And the most popular version of this is what's called a sex-biasing gene drive. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be gene drive oh, either. Nice. I'll explain the difference. The idea of a drive is that you know when a when when a male breeds and has offspring. In mammals, he passes on the Y chromosome, which makes males. Mm-hmm. Half of his offspring become male, half are female. And that's usually how it goes with every gene, right? You got a 50% chance of getting it from your mom or your dad. A gene drive, which happened naturally, there's ways, these are selfish genes, mm-hmm. genes that figure out a way to bypass the system, will actually be inherited at rates of anywhere from 60 to 70 to 95%. They figure out a way to, to, to beat the odds. And with CRISPR-Cas9 technologies, we now have the power to actually harness and, and do that ourselves, where we could take the genes that make a male and make them actually duplicate themselves into all the offspring so that even the genetically female offspring end up inheriting a male gene mm-hmm. and become male. So over several generations the entire population becomes male Mm -hmm. and just dies out after the last generation, you know, lives out its life expectancy. Um, And so that's, that's a really attractive option, but people are always worried that, okay, well, what if one of these gene drive animals escapes the Island where you want to eradicate them and gets to somewhere where you actually want those animals around? Yeah. Um, How do you build in safeguards? Now, there's ways to, to actually prevent and slow that spread. There's other options that don't drive. There's something called, a, a, say, the W shredder, where you would actually design CRISPR-Cas9 on the Y chromosome that goes out and actually attacks and cuts up the W chromosome so that only Y-carrying sperm end up mm-hmm. passing on, and you once again get only males. But it's, it's, it's a little slower to build up in the population, um, there's a lot of different mechanisms for it. Ultimately, I think a lot of people are are forgetting that we don't have to build in genetic barriers at a molecular level for, for to make all of this stuff safe. Mm-hmm. Biosecurity measures do work. Um, there are islands out there in the world where feral rats or goats or other animals have been eradicated the old-fashioned way mm-hmm. and have been free of those for decades now because people put biosecurity measures in place to prevent those animals from getting back mm-hmm. to those places. You know, I think a combination of using landscape uh, and human intervention and these gene drives uh, will, will, will be able to allow us to implement these in the wild in a very restricted, localized way to humanely and effectively control our invasive species, which is one of the biggest problems we have to deal with mm-hmm. right now on mm-hmm. islands, especially, but also, you know, oh, sure. on the mainland. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, just mentioned because islands not only have, you, know, you mentioned the feral hogs like rats up in somewhere in the, the Pacific, yeah. their areas where Norway rats have showed up because of ships and, and foxes and all kind of stuff. And have ruined bird populations and different things like that. So you know, shared it's it's shared techniques and whatnot. But but you know, yeah, these these biotechnologies create these extremely different potential uh, uh, avenues for helping wild species. Mm-hmm.
Hunting Matters, the radio program and podcast that brings you all things hunting. Join Houston Safari Club Executive Director Joe Bitar and Ramon Robles as they talk to experts, policymakers, and celebrities from the world of hunting. A new episode each week, Saturdays on 950 KPRC at 6 a.m. Hunting Matters can also be found on most major podcast platforms. Subscribe today to the Hunting Matters podcast. Rate us, leave a review, and tell your friends. Brought to you by Houston Safari Club Foundation. Learn more at wehuntwegive.org. You've been listening to The Higher Calling, hosted by the wildlife journalist Chester Moore. Contact him at chester at chestermore.com. Follow him at thechestermore on Instagram and his blog at highercalling.net.